my name is Leith Ashley, and I just finished my interview with Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. Jason Lee was fantastic. Um, he got a little personal, but I try to answer the questions as best that I could. I shared things that I may not normally feel comfortable sharing, but um, I think that it's important for, for the community and for people outside of the community to hear and learn. And that's what I'm here for. I'm just, I just want to be open. I want everyone to be accepted and loved, and I want the world to be a better place. And if I can contribute to that in any way, that's, that's what I'm here for. What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. Giovanni is still sick. Now, listen, <laughs> so a few episodes are going to air by now, and you guys are going to think he has... Uh, SARS. Some kind of disease, but he's fine. <laughs> Late Ashley is in the building. Yes. Did I get it right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I have told a story on this show. This show is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. We are very, very uncensored. Mm -hmm. We talk about a lot of private things. Mm -hmm. Okay. I told a story once... And the fans went crazy thinking I was full of shit. And my co-hosts were looking at me crazy and thinking I was full of shit. Because they think I just do all this for entertainment. Right. Some of it is. Not all of it. I told a story about how I had met a guy. And this guy was beautiful. Light skin. Not that light skin and dark skin matters. But I'm just <laughs> describing him. Mm -hmm. Light skin. Tattoos. Nice body. Uh, nice facial hair. Um, gorgeous. We were talking and everything. And... We ended up having sex, and he didn't have a penis. Mm -hmm. So you had sex with a trans man. I didn't know what the <laughs> fuck was going on because I had too many cocktails. It was a Christmas party in my house. I was in my bedroom that was decorated like Tommy Hilfiger. I was in my place of comfort, and I didn't know what was going on. And it happened to be a trans man. And he was trying to explain to me at the time what I was experiencing, but I was totally not able to Except it because I felt tricked and I felt it was just yeah, all wrong. Right. And so when I heard of you, I was just like, at some point I need to interview Lath because people need to become more exposed to the world and all of what is in the world. Mm -hmm. right. So you're a trans man. Correct. You were born female. Yes. And I look at you and I look at your body on Instagram. I'm like, first of all, <laughs> yes. his body's way better than mine. His body's way better than a lot of people's. And so, it, thank you. So, for the audience that's tuning in, some may know you, some may not. Let's right. just, we're going to do this one slow enough to, so that way we educate people as much as we entertain this, people. That was part of my job before I entered the entertainment industry. So, I'm, I'm ready for that. Let's do it. Okay. So, you were born female. What was your name? Ashley. So, these questions, obviously, this is Hollywood Uncensored, but this is not necessarily something that you would ask someone. I'm open, I'm open to answering these questions mm -hmm. because <clears throat> I'm okay with it and I'm comfortable with myself. But for a lot of people, asking about their name prior to transitioning, if they have changed it, is, could be viewed as inappropriate. And um, Explain that part. Explain that part because for, as much as we're educating the audience, yeah. I will tell you, I'm learning. Yeah. I had Sydney Starr on the show. I don't have transsexual. Trans, is a trans man transsexual? So... There's a, the term transsexual depends on the individual on whether they want to use it for themselves or not. So the, the umbrella term is transgender, and under the umbrella term, trans, um, term transgender, a transsexual can fit. But a lot of people think that transsexual is an old term, so they don't like using it. For myself, I do identify as a transsexual. Um, for me, the, different, like the way that I differentiate transgender and transsexual is that I'm, I fit the binary, mm -hmm. meaning... I, my expression, my gender expression, the way that you look at me, the way that I express myself is different from what I, the, the, what I would be socially acceptable for someone that was assigned female in birth. Mm -hmm. Okay, so why <clears throat> would it be seen as disrespectful or insulting to ask a person about their former for a life of, before the transition? For a lot of people, it's very triggering and traumatizing, and they don't want to get into it. For a lot of folks, their name prior to having changed it is considered their dead name, so it's not something that they want to get into unless they have So when they have the transition, they feel the life before is dead. <clears throat> right. So, uh, so Not for everyone. So for, for Caitlyn Jenner, yes. is Bruce dead? You'd have to ask her that. So she yeah. can decide that Bruce is still on, is away on vacation? I wouldn't say that. I think that... How would you say it? Life, life is... Because, life, you know, for the public, yeah, yeah. For wait, life, wait, let me say no, this, for, for, for a person like a Bruce Jenner, like yeah. we didn't know you before <laughs> yeah. the TV show. I mean, we knew of you online, some mm -hmm. stuff I knew because of, of course, there's been the side by side photos. Right. There's been that out there. <clears throat> but Bruce Jenner, I know that nigga was on my Weedy box. I mm -hmm. ate cereal in front of that yeah. nigga. Yeah. And I grew up watching him with the Kardashians <laughs> and that nigga was there. And then now he's just gone. Well, that's mm -hmm. for, for a lot of people in the public. Eye. Like he transitioned or she transitioned in the public eye. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, she. Um, she had a whole life 
at living as Bruce. Mm -hmm. And then later on decides, you know, I want to be authentic. I want to live my authentic life and decides to go through with a medical transition. Now that doesn't negate that her transness prior to her transition. She was still a transgender woman before she transitioned. Because a lot of people aren't- Mentally, you mean? Well, just that's your identity. So being transgender has nothing to do with the performance of going through a transition. A lot of people can't go through tra through a medical transition because of health issues. They but can't wait, 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 wait. Can you uh, wait? I okay. I'm gonna struggle with this as a <laughs> yeah. gay man. How are you? T how is Bruce Jenner? How was Bruce Jenner transitioned before Caitlyn appeared? So not transitioned. Trans okay. She was already transgender. How was that's her Bruce identity. transgendered? Because that's her identity. When Bruce was still dressing up like Bruce. So because that doesn't, he's that, high. Doesn't, that doesn't change yeah. that doesn't change who what they feel like if on the inside it doesn't change that yeah. their identity on the inside. Yeah. I think this is the first they're time I've heard that you can be transgendered before we see you as yes changed. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the whole conversation that we had with Sydney Starr, and you know, you say something um, you know similar to that where I asked Sydney, you know, when is it that you knew that mm -hmm. you were you know I was like, forgive me if I'm <clears> saying <throat> this in a crude manner but um, born into the wrong body. So even that mm -hmm. idea, born into the wrong body, is yeah. also not a universal idea. Right. Because okay. a lot of people don't feel like they were born in the wrong body. Okay. It's, yeah. So, but, but, but then you do get some transgenders that say that they were born in the wrong body, yeah. right? But so it's not th everyone. This is where I think is part of educating yeah. the, nor the masses, <laughs> yeah. educating my gay ass. Mm -hmm. well, <laughs> hold on. How, I, and I think there has to be, it doesn't sound like there's a uniform explanation for anything. No, mm -hmm. and there's so not a uniform explanation for anything at all because there's no uniform explanation for your journey as a gay man and coming out and what that experience was like. Well, I never there's, can't, I, well, yeah, I guess there well, was a coming And then out. there's no <laughs> universal explanation for what your what your um, journey was, just living life as a woman mm -hmm. every and a black woman. Mm -hmm. Everyone's journey is, is gonna be completely different. Right. You're right. Mm -hmm. But when you talk about the term of transgender, what a transgender is. It's you, an umbrella term, but it's you, huge. But wait, if yeah. you Google the definition of transgender, right. there's a book somewhere that somebody said, is the definition of the book yeah. of definitions. I don't know that it says that you can decide when yeah. you are or not. So that may be, is that an opinion or is that the definition of transgender? The definition, that's, none of those are, are for, first we have to understand that definitions and the language that we use when describing certain people mm -hmm. is constantly changing. Mm -hmm. So as we learn more about different individuals, as like we're put, like trans people are put mm -hmm. on the spotlight and we're learning about, you know, something that was, like people, trans people were ostracized from society for so long. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a topic of conversation that was had for a very long time. Mm -hmm. We're just now starting to appear and it's like this huge shock for a lot of people and it makes a lot of folks uncomfortable. Right. So the definitions are going to be changing. The language that is used are going to be changing. There are a lot of people that we, I refer to as the PC police mm -hmm. that are going to be, you know, up in arms, up in arms about mm -hmm. certain things and certain mm -hmm. language that is used. Yeah. It's but just, it's, it's but, the nature I, of that subject. But when it comes to, when someone, someone that identifies transgen as, as transgender, all that it means is that their identity or the way that they identify is different from the sex that they were assigned at birth. Okay. And so when you are, when you, okay, I'm trying to get this definition down right. as much as I can. <laughs> Understanding that there's some ambiguity and people will have the reservation to define it however they want. Right. When Bruce is dressed up as Bruce mm -hmm. on the Keeping Up with the Kardashians right. and he's playing uh, the part in the reality show, when we're on reality TV, we mm -hmm. all have a part, a part or a role. He's the father. Right. He is giving fatherly advice. He's talking to, hold on, he's talking to his daughters or stepdaughters about their, them becoming married to their husbands, whatever. In his body, if he's transgender. Right. But he hasn't revealed that to us. Mm -hmm. We don't see him as transgender. What I'm saying is, I'm not saying a person can't be or feel whoever they want to be right. or feel. What I'm saying is that we don't, in the world, identify the person until there has been a change. Because we mm -hmm. don't have the conversation. Most people well, that are transgender aren't in their original body, right. or original sex, <laughs> having the conversation about being transgender. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have not had that experience. So that, what you're referring to is is gender expression. So that that's what that's what we see. The way that we express our gender is it's a visual thing. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm the way I'm expressing my gender. The way that you view me right now is that of a man. So when before Caitlyn transitioned, when she was living as Bruce and expressing her gender as Bruce the man, but she had a penis that has nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. How not? Your gender identity has nothing to do with your. Your, your, what your biology. So then this, so then this goes back to the whole concept of feeling like you were born in the wrong body. Right. It's just, it's, it's basically just, you know, creating a layman's term for something that 
might be a lot more Complex. complicated well, for the average person's right. mind to wrap around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in a very linear way, this is how somebody might consider the whole transgender experience right. is I was, I'm, I was a woman. I'm a woman. I was born with the women parts, but in my brain. Female parts. Female parts, but yeah. I do not feel. But do you feel like now it's becoming a matter of semantics or over, uh, over um, political correctness? Because at this point, like, if you were born with titties and a vagina. You're not born with titties, though. Wait, that develops later on. But if, okay, <laughs> but if she's. If but she, my, physic, my, my, physio- my physiology will dictate since I was born with a vagina right. and, you know, the, y, the X and the Y she chromosome can, right. that I'm going to produce a lot if of estrogen. X, X which X will chromosome. Be, if she right. was. If she was XX, yeah. sorry, double X, exactly. If she was born with the body to give natural birth, right. does that, yeah. I mean, I don't know how far down you have to go to get to mm-hmm. if she was born a woman. But this is, this is again, like you said, it's very mm-hmm. linear and it's yeah. also, you're making the assumption that there's only a binary and that mm-hmm. there is only male and female and that gender or sex rather is only XX and I'm XY. I'm not making an assumption. So then, I'm not making, no, I wouldn't, I'm not going to let you say I'm making an assumption <laughs> because I've, I can't push a baby out my ass. I can't. <laughs> we don't and push them out of our asses either. You push them out of something and then yeah. you ain't got what I, I ain't got what you got. But so, they're, they're individuals so for, wait, that are born the people with a that, vagina that for cannot the, But for the people birth. that are watching the show, right, like, I'm not sure if there's, has there been a man anywhere in this world who's been able to deliver a baby, whether it's even C-section? That's uh, not, no, unless they're a transgender man. Right. So going back to my mm-hmm. point, my point is, is that uh, we can agree that there are people born as male and there are people born as female, correct? Right. Okay. Let's just try to break down what we can agree to. So we can agree that there are male and female. Mm-hmm. Okay. We can agree that there are people born as male who identify as a female, mm-hmm. and there are people born as a female that identify as a male. Correct. Now, when they identify to themselves, we can agree that to themselves they are transgender. Mm-hmm. But we can agree that if you don't communicate that to anybody, nobody else will see you as transgender because they don't know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's go all the way back to the beginning of the interview. <laughs> when you were born female and the only reason i'm asking you this question is because i am not fascinated with a lot of people that we talk to but i am mm-hmm. fascinated with your story and have been for a long time okay. one because i've had my own experience that mm-hmm. at the time i was only what 23 so of course i felt very betrayed right, right. because anybody who's in a, any type of relationship with the person should know who they're dealing with right mm-hmm. right um but when, but what i'm fascinated with you is that i do feel like in many ways you have lived in your own skin and been very educational about your journey right Versus some transgender people that I feel are really just way over the top with trying to express themselves in a way that is very much a turnoff to even me. Right. And I'm out there. Like, I'm as wild Expl- as explain, explain to me what you mean by that. That's I feel like a lot of transsexuals that I've encountered on both social media and in person are highly messy people. Mm-hmm. And I mean beyond messy. And I'm not saying the whole... Hold on. I'm not saying the whole community. So right. don't don't take it as... No, 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 no. You know, the, you know the, don't take it as, like, it's not an attack at all. I've looked at you very different because of how you've carried yourself. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know how that sounds. But to me... I think the first part of being able to be educated is being able to be comfortable. Right. And if I feel like I can't be comfortable, and I said this to Sydney Starr too, mm-hmm. this was a conversation we had, then I won't even be open to listening right. and learning. Well, I think with those individuals that you, I guess, would categorize as being messy, mm-hmm. I think um, it's very separate from them being trans. I think it's just, that, that would just be that individual. I always try to, what, my, what I always say, I always try to take a person as they are, and it's about that individual, and I don't try to generalize about a whole group of people. So if they're messy, then they probably would be messy whether they were transgender or not. Mm. <laughs> I can see that. It's possible. It's so, definitely possible. Yeah. Okay, so when you, so the reason why I asked about, um, you know, you being born female wasn't just to be clear and yeah. to be insulting or disrespectful in a way. It's more I of mean, a it's part of my journey, so I'm totally cool with saying mm-hmm. like that's the case because it's true. <laughs> so you were born Ashley. Is that why you keep the name Ashley or is that? I originally didn't intend to change my name Ashley. I like, I actually like the name Ashley for a boy. Um, yeah. I, because I transitioned in the public eye and I was working <laughs> um, as a counselor for LGBT homeless youth in new york every day i would come to work like hey when are you changing your name i'm like i'm not changing my name i'm not changing my name and then i there was a a pressure that built and i decided to to do so originally i wanted my parents to rename me what they would have had i been born uh male but um it would have it probably would have been victor which is the name of my dad's name and is also my younger brother's name so that wasn't gonna work what's your family's response to all this um 
initially they had they had some issues um like my extended family was cool with it because they already saw it but mm-hmm. my my dad my dad is more he's like your traditional latino man so it was all about the family name and mm-hmm. not bringing shame to the family name mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. when he saw that i was still i was still working i was living a quote unquote normal life i wasn't you know bringing shame to the family like mm-hmm. he he thought it would then he he kind of got over it but for my mom who um she's a Pentecostal Christian woman. Mm. It was a lot a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has come a long way. She mm-hmm. accepts me. She loves me like fully, like a, a mother should love their child. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we're in a, a very great a great place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when so you were born Ashley. Yeah. When did you identify that you were not born in the wrong body? But yeah. when you were when I felt male. something different. Yeah. yeah. So for me, it was around. And you're not. Are you defensive? Because you do come off a little defensive when I, when terms are used. I could tell like uh, you, you is, it, <laughs> is it just natural or is it just when you're doing interviews or. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I'm not. If I'm coming off as, def- as defensive, I apologize. I'm just I'm trying to use the language that's current. So and then well, I don't you, know that it's current. Well, it depends on who you're talking. <laughs> There's thousands of people that are going to hear this interview yeah. that are that that incur- their current experience yeah. don't know what the fuck right. we're even talking about. Right. Yeah. So I think I think well, part. The, of, I mean the language that's current among the community. But you have to remember, you're doing department. the interview to reach a community that don't yeah. know, and right. part of getting people to normalize for them what's right. normal for you, but mm-hmm. not normal for them, or what I may yeah, be yeah. exposed to more than them is that they have to feel comfortable. Well, I've I've i trust me, I'm 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 like. I want to just say dumbing it down, but I'm like, I am making it as, I'm trying to make it as simple as possible, okay. mm-hmm. but while keeping, keeping, keeping well, the language, stay true you to know, you. I mean, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Cause I, I know that people who aren't in the community are going to be watching this, but people who are in the community are going to be watching it as well. Sure. And, um, a very I, res- fine line I mean, there's, it's, it's tough because yeah. people look at you as, you know, Oh, you're a representative of the community. And I'm like, I'm a representative of myself, mm-hmm. but people are still going to look, look up to me in that sense, especially other trans people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I've been like I've been attacked for for a normal like a lot of different things like there's been this whole hashtag on social media for example that says like this is what trans look lo- looks mm-hmm. like and they would use my image sure. and then a whole lot of other people that are on the spectrum they would say this is not what trans look looks like like mm-hmm. he is just binary and people are just celebrating him because you can't tell quote unquote or he passes or he's not visibly trans and then once that once that's over and I want to play with my gender a little bit and you see a trans guy in drag and that's not something that I've I've never seen I've ever seen. Before. Well, on your show, you were also yeah. dating a girl who yeah, used to be a uh, man, right? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna get to that. Let me go yeah. back because yeah. I know the viewers are like Jason. Go yeah. back to when he was <laughs> Ashley. But yeah. So okay. So around four or five. Four or five. Uh, that's when I started. I I my expression was very much so masculine. Like whenever my parents would dress me in anything that was feminine, I like I would rip it off. I didn't like it. I wanted to be like my dad. I wanted to play sports. I wanted to do what he did. And I, because that was for me, that was what masculine was, mm-hmm. and I wanted to kind of emulate that. And so, when did you start the transition? The transition. The transition. And what did the transition look like? Was for it me. hormones and right. you know ingesting hormones? No, I mean, yeah. I mean, growing up. So now yeah. we're four or five. So when did you mm-hmm. did you did you ever date guys? Men, no, you never, never did. dated men. No. Okay. So do you date women now? Yes. Okay. So when you were a little girl. Do you remember those days? Or can you, do you talk about that? Or is that, in your case, as you said earlier, is that part of no. you gone? No, I talk about that openly. You do? Yeah. Okay. So were you ever, um, you were attracted to girls when you were a little girl? Yeah. going. Th- I can remember every crush that I had in grade school f- from every grade was always a girl. Okay. Yeah. And never attracted to boys? No. And but never- I, I remember like around nine or 10, so fourth, fifth grade, I remember looking at like the popular boy in the class and thinking, okay, this is what's supposed to be. So, and I try to look at him and say, do I, can I see myself with a guy ever at that age? And I was like, I don't know. I guess I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. And you've never been with a guy? No. Okay. So when did you start the physical transition? Uh, for, it would be four years on the 22nd of this month. How do you know? January. Because that's when I started my, I started hormones. You're, You're 27 now. I'm 28. You're 28. Yeah. So okay. I was, 20, so about 20, I was 24, 24 going on 25. And then you started, and it started with what? Testosterone. So I, it's a little different in New York. I know in, in different states that requires that you either uh, go through extensive therapy before you, you actually start hormones. Um, but in, in New York and where I was already, I, I was, I had access to resources because of my, because of my job. So I just had to go to the doctor and say, Hey, I'm, I, 
I'm transgender and I want to start hormones. And that was it. So I, one week I had blood work done to make sure I was healthy enough to take uh, hormones. And then I started them. So is the goal after you start the hormonal transition, mm -hmm. is the goal to have the full on, you know, uh, genital reassignment right. surgery is that the full-on goal that's based on the individual there's okay. a lot of a lot of transgender people are are okay with their parts okay because a lot of people because from, from what i've heard there is a lot of psychological assessment that goes into mm -hmm. somebody even being able to be eligible for that kind mm -hmm. of surgery like some doctors are not they don't feel like just because somebody identifies as transgender that they really actually right. are you know well that's that that again it depends on where you are mm -hmm. and also the individual. Mm -hmm. um, I know that now, at least in New York, if you have been on hormones for a year, mm -hmm. you can, you're, you you're can eligible for the surgery. Yeah. Okay. If you want to. So okay. what are you, what are your plans? What are you going to do? Are yeah. you going to ha have, you had the full transition? So for me, no, I have not. So do, do you I, plan on it? I, I have to see where it goes from here. So because you don't, for me, I, I know, I know plenty of trans guys that have done it. Um, and trans women as well. And it's, uh, it's a very complicated surgical procedure. I'm a huge fan of, and aesthetics mean, aesthetics means a lot. Functionality means a lot for me. And I don't, I just, for me, for me, it's not where I want it to be. Um, I know guys that are super happy with, with their results. They're happy with, with what's going on there and it makes them feel complete. I'm not ready for that yet. Mm -hmm. I have, um, other means that work for me. So that, <laughs> So are the girls that you're involved with, first of all, going back to my story yeah. about how the person tricked me, because yeah. I was fucking tricked, and I ain't going to lie, <laughs> because there's a lot of danger in that, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That 23-year-old motherfucker there mm -hmm. was a different person than I am today. Yeah. I'm 40, so if I'm 23, I mean... Yeah, it, it not, really not disclosing uh, whether you're a trans man or trans woman, it's very dangerous, and it's. Um, I think what we need to focus on is making it, uh, making society... A safe enough place so people feel comfortable with, with disclosing. I agree. As well. Yeah. So have you? So when you meet a girl, when do you go from "nice to meet you, I'm late" to having the conversation? I've actually, it's never. I've never. I don't date, so that's never really happened. You don't date? No. So how do you meet people? I don't. Okay, we're gonna get. Yeah. So we'll we, get there. We're we so gonna, yeah. we gonna go there. Yeah. Okay, because no, because you're a good looking man. <laughs> I look at you and in, in complete, complete detest because yeah. I'm like, damn, <laughs> shit, the, the fuck he's doing. I need to do it. Okay, so, so when you've you've been sexual with a woman, absolutely. Okay, and when you are sexual with a woman, do you look at her as a lesbian? Uh, no. And so, I've, I've actually never been with a woman that identified as a lesbian. So even prior to my transition, the women that I dated identified as straight. There was one that identified as bisexual. They liked me for me. And then post, like after we finished, they went back to dating men. And like the two that I dated early on when I first started like seeing women, uh, are they, they are married with children. Mm. So um, I think that you can fall in love or be attracted to an individual regardless of, you know, what's going on with their bodies. And that's what that was. You preach it to the yeah. choir. <laughs> but, but as far as if you haven't had gender reassignment right. yet, and you're sexual with a woman. Mm -hmm. What does that entail? Yes. No, no, no. Not what it is. Okay, so we want to get no. into the nitty gritty. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you can get there, of course. There's many things. We can definitely get there. But does does that what does that not make it? I'm trying to find the question. How to frame the question. I know what you're saying. You know what I'm like saying? Because, because the you don't have a, because you don't have a dick and yeah. they have a vagina. V's. It's two V's it, and we can't penetrate each other. Right. Like, you know, but so like how that, does it that also bring calls to question what sex is. So for a lot of people, if there's no penis involved, yeah. then it's not considered sex, which makes sex a very male dominated thing, mm -hmm. which is not. So it takes sexuality and sex away from anybody that's female or has quote unquote female genitalia. Mm -hmm. So it um when you are in it and the chemistry is there, the body's going to figure it out and you're going to, it's going to be fine. <laughs> there, that's true. That's it. <laughs> that's true. Okay, so your ex, you you dated ISIS? You guys date? No, we no. don't date ISIS. We're like really good friends. Okay. <laughs> so you were on a show yeah. that was produced by Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. And the show is called Strut. Mm -hmm. And on that show, um, which by the way, I met Whoopi. She's amazing. Uh, she's a beautiful, beautiful person. How mm -hmm. did that show even come about? Um... I don't know all the details behind it. I just know I, after like my, some of my photos went viral on social media, I was contacted by um, NBC Universal. They flew me out here to uh, shoot the, uh, the sizzle for the show. Um, 
and then I got picked up and now I'm here. <laughs> so do you stay in touch with Whoopi at all? Um, I have not. Mm -hmm. I've, I've been in touch with um, some of her business partners, mm -hmm. but once the show was over, everyone, like there's, she's working on other projects and she's doing a lot of other things. So she kind of focuses on doing that. So on the show, who was the one girl who was a transgender, but she was born male? Yeah. And now she, who, what's that person's name? The one that I was dating. Right. Oh, see, uh, Arise. Arise. Okay. Yeah. So she was born male. Yeah. And then transitioned to female. Correct. And you were born female and transitioned to male. Yeah. And then we're. It's like reverse hetero. And then we're dating. <laughs> I, that was definitely a TV first. No. Yeah. How does that work? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued by how that works. What's the question? Well, uh, the, is the question really, does she still have her born boy parts? Well, that's something I can't answer. Okay. That would be, yeah, he's yeah. Right. Okay. That ain't going to be yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But that was what Jason was saying. I'm saying, so if I'm, I'm a man, yeah. she's a woman. Mm -hmm. We're tra trans is our experience. Okay. So if I am looking at her as a woman that she is, why, like, why should her transness be something that keeps me from seeing her, you know? And obviously everyone has their own thing. That's the first trans person I've ever, I've ever been with. And it was a learning experience for us both. Would you let a trans, a trans, a person who transitioned from, I'm going to get this yeah. right today. Would you let <laughs> a, say a trans woman, if you dated a trans woman, yeah. you being a trans man, right? would you have sex where the trans woman penetrates you? It, it has to be, if I'm in love with this person and she's open to it and I'm open to it at the, in, in that moment, then yeah, why not? Okay. So what made you, what made you feel, what, what helped you build the confidence to go through this very publicly? Because I think you're probably the only trans male that I've actually followed yeah. in terms of like watching yeah. the, the, the progression. I did get tagged the other day in another person's profile. I didn't even, you couldn't even tell. Yeah. yeah. Well, it couldn't, it just happened. And when you, when you say, even when you say it could, you couldn't even tell that, they're going to be PC police around around that as well because then it, sure. it again it's implying that you are, you're you're only going to celebrate the people that that pass. Well, know? I don't think it's about celebrating because yeah. I don't yeah. celebrate anybody yeah. that don't write. I'm me not a talking check. about you personally. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm no, this in but for the audience, let me be yeah, very yeah, clear. Yeah. I don't yeah. celebrate nobody that don't give me a check or that doesn't that somehow doesn't find a way to inspire me on the journey I'm on. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. not a journey that I'm on. I mm -hmm. mean, to have a deeper understanding of just everybody in the world, of course, yeah. I want that, but I'm not. I'm not a transgender and not, right. I'm not, I don't know that experience. Right. And to now, be clear also when sure. you, when, like when you asked about the penetrate, like that's something that even the thought I had to work through for a long time. Cause for me, anything dealing with me being penetrated, it was something that was, I viewed as, as feminine and like gross and it's mm -hmm. still, it's still, it's never happened, but I had to come to a point where I'm, if I'm with someone and there's love there and there's this comfort that's, you know, experienced between both parties that, uh, I'd be open to it, but at, at the end of the day, I'm still, I like to view myself as, as the, the dominant person. So yeah. could you see yourself as a top in a gay relationship? That's a hard thing to say, because <laughs> then I'd, I'd have to be attracted to Because you're not, you're not yeah, attracted yeah, to men. Not necessarily. No. I, I, like, I can say this guy is super attractive, but sexually, mm -hmm. not necessarily that. Right. I, I have fun. Like, you, you've seen me. I go to the gay mm -hmm. clubs with my, like, gay friends, and I dance, and I have a good time. But at the end of the night, I'm going home by myself. Right. Yeah. And so let's go back to the, you said earlier that you don't date. Or you, when was the last time you dated? I've never dated. So it's usually been that um, I would meet someone, like, either at school or at work. And we'd get to know, know each other. And then I'm kind of, it's a serial monogamist. Mm -hmm. So we get into a really, and we'll be in a relationship. And then from that, if, when there's no more relationship, I'd probably be like single and celibate for years. Wow. <laughs> and so, yeah. well, you're only 20, 28. So yeah. it's not, there's not a lot of, like, there's not a lot of years in, in between relationships <laughs> yeah. with you so far. I mean, you're young. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, I started, I started, um, like, I hate to use dating because dating means you're going out on dates. Mm -hmm. really, but when my first girlfriend, I was 17. Okay. I was 17 going on 18. It was the end of my senior year in high school. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, they were, it was short lived. It was my first experience. Um, so it lasted two months. And then I went to college. Like we separated because we went to colleges that were very far away from, mm -hmm. from each other. Mm -hmm. And I didn't date anyone else for two years. And are, is there any, anyone else is there any sense of fear or, um, discomfort in getting to know somebody because you fear they may not understand? No. no. For me, um, sex, 
Well, be, remember, I'm, I come from a very like a Christian background, and those those values are still there. So dating is um, it gets dating really, doesn't equate sex, da- but dating dating is complicated because mm-hmm. it, especially today and age, because everyone is like not everyone, but most people seem to be just after like that quick experience. And if I I'm not, and I honestly I don't have the energy or the time to get to know a bunch of different people and see if we're compatible. Um, I just if I meet someone and I'm really into you and we're in a space where it's usually ends up that we're, we're working together and I, I think we're, um, there's some, there's a spark and there's something there, then sure. I'm, I might be open to seeing what's going on, but usually I'm, I'm all about business. Mm-hmm. So are you, so then, I mean, but everybody needs to fuck or do something. I mean, do you watch Pornhub? Do you do <laughs> self pleasure? I mean, are you doing self pleasure? You're doing something. Yeah. There ain't no way. <laughs> You just um, just going through the world saying well, praise I, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sneak peek, no, no. peek so, into the mind no, no, of Jason. No, no, it, I hope you know. No, I, I see. But you so, know I'm all about fucking. And I, I get it. Yes, Everybody I know. Isn't. That's what I I'm letting it. him so, know. I jacked off this morning. I'm sure you did. <laughs> so when I started, like, there, when you start hormones, like, you're basically going through puberty again. Okay. And I was pretty, I was a horny kid when I went through puberty the first time. And when I went through puberty the second time, I was also a horny kid when I was going through puberty. So masturbation is, is a thing. So, the, yeah. Okay, mm. there you go. Mm. So, okay. Now, let me ask this question. Masturbation when you're a trans man, yeah. does that involve dildos or does it involve just fingering? It depends on what you like. So, that's So you a, self-pleasure is self-identifiable. Yeah. So you do what it's makes every, you feel every, good. Everybody's junk, people play with it completely different. You know, some and especially if you like some people some people like to be penetrated, some people don't. Mm. Some people like, you know, external stimuli so it depends on on the individual Mm -hmm. yeah okay like i've been with women that they they only they can only come from penetration Mm -hmm. and i've been with women that can only come from oral so it's really dependent on on the the body Mm. you know more about women than i do yeah. <laughs> well, <Wow. laughs> yeah. we're gonna say I, I'm. We're processing. You mm-hmm. know, it's a, it's a lot of information. But I did see that. What's your um, experience with that? Since we're asking all these questions, I'm like <laughs> experience with like masturba- masturbation and like, stuff. Like, are you penetration, um, outside stimuli, or both? Well, here's how the story <laughs> she goes. Don't like dildos. I don't. But I had to find out by way of getting a dildo to realize that I don't like them. It was a very expensive dildo, and I hated it. Like, it, well, it's because I'm, you're probably you need the connection with an individual. I really. Really do there was yeah. at one point where i was using a vibrator and after i had an orgasm i started crying was there any guilt is that 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 sounds guilt related no it's not guilt related yeah. it, it was really like i am so pathetically lonely uh, <laughs> well there's there's this, there is some psychological like thing there with that, being alone you know you, you went to school for psychology yeah. so we can sit and talk, I, 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 like we can talk about this okay. yes. I, I will say i didn't read that in the notes but i was just sitting here saying i don't know if trans therapy is a thing yeah. is it Trans therapy, yeah. Like, is it a, is it, it a does, type? It, 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 it does, does exist. exist. Yeah. Would you? Is that? Is that? Were you, are you interested in that? Because you, you seem like you're very analytical and you're very. Um, I love to learn. Yeah. About myself, about the world, period, mm-hmm. and different way that every the way that different people think. Because you're a cancer. Yeah. Super deep. I'm a yeah, Scorpio. So, okay. So yeah, there we go. So, so it, we, it we, makes, we get it. Water yeah. signs. We're, we're in there. Yeah. So, um, like I always say, like people. I'm not concerned with people disagreeing with me because mm-hmm. everybody that's born is not like we're not. No two people agree on on everything ever. Mm-hmm. You have a set of twins, identical um, genetics, raised in the same household. They're going to have two different viewpoints because their lives are different. Everyone's going to think differently, even if whether even if you have two Christians that are part of the same denomination and they're in the same church and it's they're still not going to agree on mm-hmm. everything so you have to be okay with not agreeing on the, the world is vast mm-hmm. and people's experiences yeah. are, are individual so mm-hmm. it's okay to be to disagree so yeah. ISIS was on my mind because I understand you guys had some conflict right somebody told me somebody told me I said I'm interviewing Lathan they said mm-hmm. ISIS Lathan slayed over my house last night. They were like, <laughs> like cool. they were like, Lathan ISIS had all this drama. I'm like, what drama? I don't know. There I don't even know. You guys, you have, to, you have to tell people who ISIS is. ISIS King was on America's Next Top Model. She was one of the first trans women on America's okay. Next Top Model. She okay. was in, uh, I forget which season it was, but she was on there twice. Mm-hmm. She was there for a regular season and an all-star season as well. Okay. And yeah. you all are friends. Yeah, we're cool. Okay. Oh, we'll see this drama. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put. She's in love with me. I love you, Isis. <laughs> Wait, so Isis no. is in love with you. No. When, when she slept over your house yeah. last night, was she sleeping on the couch or was she sleeping in your bed? I mean, we, just a there's a potential exclusive. No, nah. <laughs> we, we slept in the same bed, but we went. We didn't do anything. There's all. I'm very respectful and 
she's we're very similar in nature like we're we don't cross that boundary we're just friends and we had an, i had another friend over that was sleeping on on my air mattress i was like he needed I'm like you want to stay over sure i blew up the air mattress we had a little slumber party it was cool mm-hmm. nice yeah so what do you think is one of the best biggest misconceptions of the trans community from gays from yeah. straight what's the biggest misconception well i there's i don't know what the misconception would necessarily be for trans men because i think that we're kind of new to people's like mm-hmm. you know conscience but yeah. for, for a lot of people when they think trans they only think trans women mm-hmm. and the biggest misconception is that um the sexual deviance mm-hmm. so it's all it's always sexual and it's always that um like for my I, I was a counselor so a lot of my a lot of my patients were were trans women and it was it, it really hurt me to, to hear their, their stories because for a lot of them it's very it's very traumatic especially when they, they don't have the support of their family mm-hmm. so for the ones that have support from their family a lot of their experiences are different um but it's still it doesn't negate that they also go through some difficulties but the ones that don't have any any support at all and no, no familiar support um and end up having to go to the streets to find you know that it's just ends up being um all sexual even when they encounter a guy that's telling them that they mean the world to them and I, like all the I love yous everything that they want to hear as soon as it starts getting serious they disappear why oh they come up I, I want to have I want to have children uh, biological children and you can't mm-hmm. give me that it always ends up going back to to that or mm-hmm. they'll say all those things because they they fetishize the trans woman because they like the the image of the woman that they see plus the part the penis mm-hmm. yeah so I have a friend. I'm not going to say their name because <laughs> I, I know they watch the show. Probably one of the most beautiful people I've ever had sex with. Mm-hmm. Beautiful body, everything. Body, just a good person, beautiful, all that. It's a freak. But no, 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 but, no, but that person fetish, fetish, fetishizes yeah. trans women. Right. Uh-huh. And I have found, so a, and I, I, we call those chasers. Okay, now I've said on this show and I've said many times that trans women will get better looking guys than even some of us will get mm-hmm. because they get but they, the they guys, get them. they get your boyfriends. Mm-hmm. They get the guy, but wow. they get them and it's always it's only sexual. Mm-hmm. So if they want it's something only exactly, so if they want something deeper, they want an actual intimate relationship with this individual, something that's going to happen that's going to go on. And this is if they're monogamous. This is not this is excluding people who are polyamorous or just want to get that. Hold on, polyamorous. It's multiple. Like the yeah, yeah. Like they, yeah. <laughs> she breaks down the big words. Yeah, I have to, and I have to use them because again, no, I have to be very word. careful with how how I say things because mm-hmm. people always trying to come for me. <laughs> but, but, but but let me say this because when the person I was talking about about you yesterday that you were coming on the show because I was all excited you come on the show, they were coming for you to me. And mm-hmm. so let me ask you: Do you have a coming for me in what sense? Coming for you and saying that basically, you know, you've been the, the whole ISIS thing that there was some big drama. I don't know the history. I'm like, what? But, are you but let me about? let me, let me <laughs> ask you no this: No drama with me and ISIS. Do you think that where did you get all your confidence from? Because there are there are, I've not met a lot of people who are trans with that level of confidence. My mama. Okay. I've had a lot of very strong women in my life. My mom, my grandmother, um, even when we didn't agree, and. Um, my dad is is a beautiful man. I love him. I love him to death, and I I, I always wanted to you know be the apple of his eye and please mm-hmm. him as well. But with my mom, she always says she's put it. She she doesn't hold back. She's like, no, you're you're not a pathetic person. Mm-hmm. You are you have purpose in this world, and you when you want something and you feel something and it's it's genuine and it's and it's real. You put your foot down. And mm-hmm. when she she taught me that, and I was just like, you know what, you're right. And I'm not not that I view myself as greater. Or um, superior to anyone, I'm not because I would think we we're all we're all here and we're we're all trying to we all want to be happy we all want love we we all kind of we're, we're we want success we we're going towards the same thing so um, I I know that they're gonna like I said they're gonna be people that are gonna agree with me they're gonna be people that are gonna hate me for whatever reason a lot of times it's a projection of their own their own things and mm-hmm. I. I, I'm always I've always been a people pleaser mm-hmm. and it took me and even now I still struggle with that where I, I do I do want people to like me um, but I can't control like people are just gonna there are gonna be people that are gonna dislike you and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter well one of the so things that makes it easier for me to talk to you and I know people are gonna say oh there you may I know you're gonna you're the PC police they're gonna say is that there are transgender people who've had 
some really bad work because of who they've been trying to turn themselves into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? That's yeah. fair to say. And I feel like because I feel like that happens to that usually that's usually on the other side. The other side. Yeah. No, it's the other and side. And I'll explain yeah. that in a bit. Okay, continue. on the other yeah. side. <laughs> but what I think is that because you are so easy to look at, it's easier mm-hmm. to listen to. I don't, I know that that's going to sound bad. It's true though. But, but, it's, it's, but I'm just like gonna, I'm, I, I, you know there are people going to say, oh this that I'm not politically correct. I give a fuck what anybody says about yeah. what I say because I'm saying as an authentically gay man in the world that is not at all paid attention but to you're, the. You're to not the being tra- politically incorrect though. That's that's a okay. that assessment okay. is it's like it's it's true. Like when people think of what's conventionally attractive and beauty, people listen. People think good. People like it's been it's been proven scientifically. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. you're actually. It's totally fine. So you talked earlier. Oh, but you were going to explain why on the other hand, why? Yeah. So um, when in the womb, I th- everyone starts off female. Mm-hmm. So really? Yeah. Yeah. So when you're transitioning, when you're transitioning from female. Wait to- a minute. I just learned something. What do you mean we all start off as female? I didn't, you know, I took my GED and got the fuck out of school. So maybe I missed this. In one like of until, lives. until testosterone comes into place, that's when like biological males xy chromosomes start to develop mm-hmm. in the womb so and like the gender is determined um i forget which trimester i it's been a while since i've had to have this conversation mm-hmm. but um so when 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 a when someone who's born female is transitioning from female to male and they're st- they're starting hormones um basically going through a male transition so for me what happens my voice starts to deepen if I'm, I was hairy already, I'm Dominican, we're hairy as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but obviously there's, things start to masculinize. The other way around, when, it, when you're transitioning from female to male, when they, from male to female, excuse me, when they have already gone through their first puberty, those masculine, the, the masculinization that happened when they went through their first puberty is not reversible. Mm-hmm. So for, exa- for example, me, if I wanted to go back to being female or living as a woman, rather, I... All the masculine, like all the masculinization that happened, is irreversible. So I would have to go through the same things that trans women go through, mm-hmm. like laser on my face to get rid of the, the hair. I have to mm-hmm. train my voice to, to, like, the voice will not go back. Mm-hmm. So that's what happens with a lot of trans women that um, transition later on in life and didn't go on blockers, maybe as teenagers, um, to prevent like all that masculinization mm-hmm. from happening. So when they go through and have these procedures, um, they want to have this feminizing effect, and a lot of times it's it's. Uh, it comes, it's impossible. Yeah. So they Not, end up in a butcher shop. It depends on the. I, I always say do research before you go to a sur- like a surgeon. There's so many like good cosmetic surgeons and, and people like all people all time. We're in Hollywood. Every mm-hmm. like a lot of people are out here going and getting getting work done. So I'm on my way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like you have to be. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what I'm, you trying to get done? No, Jason? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna keep my dick though, but I'm I'm, I'm on my way. <laughs> so did you? So did you nah. have a mastectomy? Did, yeah, I had a double mastectomy. Did, did, were you terrified? What was oh, that? I was scared to death. I did research for almost oh a year before I, I went in and I, cause I wanted to have, I wanted to go to a surgeon that knew about aesthetics and the person that I ended up going to Dr. Daniel Medalli in Ohio. Um, he was, a, a an artist as well as a, a Ooh, surgeon. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, this guy's an artist. He knows about aesthetics. So mm-hmm. this is going to be the guy. So that's like Dr. Miami, right? Well, I mean, in the way that the doctor's also an artist, he's going to understand aesthetics in a, in a, in a less technical and more kind of organic, right. beautiful kind of Leonardo da Vinci kind of way. Like exactly. my makeup artist, her mother's a sculptor and a painter. So she, I definitely want her beating my face. Yeah. <laughs> There's a certain application right. that just kind of goes into it that's appreciated. Right. You know, but then so. there's, there's also um, work that's needed for trans guys prior to, especially if they're like it depends on what you're looking for. For me, I wanted an aesthetically beautiful chest. Mm-hmm. So that is more than just a surgeon. Mm-hmm. That is me going to the gym and working my Let's my, talk about my the muscles. Gym. <laughs> I just I just discovered it last week. <laughs> what what is your workout regimen? Cuz your 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 body is very crazy. nice. <laughs> very nice so what is your what is your what is your gym regimen uh before i started my transition i was going to the gym seven days a week and working out uh two hours uh a day sometimes going twice a day um and this was just because i fell in love with it i fell in love with building my body and i wanted to feel physically strong Mm -hmm. um i'm three years older than my younger brother and um i would go to the gym with him because if i can keep up with him i knew that i was i was doing a good that's a good way mentally yeah Mm-hmm. Um, Keeping yourself focused. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, once I started my medical transition, and after about three months, I noticed uh, changes in strength. 
Um, and I was able to e keep up with him even more and do as many, push out as many reps as he was pushing out. And um, I was like, wow, this is a huge difference. Mm -hmm. And with a little less effort. And as time went on, a lot of things changed. So now I go to the gym uh, four to five times a week for like an hour and a half. So still a lot. And it depends if, I'm, if I have a shoot mm -hmm. or if I feel like I need to be... Because you're always naked on Instagram. But I know. If I'm fit, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what people want to see. You, <laughs> you shot with one of my favorite nah. photographers, Bruce Weber. Oh, that was a long time yeah, ago. I know. That was I before my transition, actually. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'd love it was to see a, It was a month. Was it a month? Mm -hmm. Yeah, about a month and a half before yeah. I started Hormones. He's, he shot my Hennessy campaign. He was, uh, he's brilliant. Really He's been on fire lately. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd like to step right back yeah. in front of his lens, but I got to lose about Same. 15 pounds. <laughs> so when yeah. you talk about having a kid one day, would you ever carry your own baby? No. Never? No. Because you're not going through no, that. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, I, what I, again, what I find fascinating is that uh, this is a conversation that I haven't had with anybody mm -hmm. since that experience I had when I was 23. Right. So it's very therapeutic as well. Mm. Because... It is very traumatizing when you're I'm not. I'm sure he, the, that person was probably super, like he was into you. Maybe he was super scared to tell you and let you know. Maybe. Yeah. I, that person was super into me and I was super into them too. Yeah. And then when I got into them. just tried I, it a little bit. I know. I, got, <laughs> see, I, I don't think it's as much as not, you know, could I have been open? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> because just even at looking at you and looking at them, you would never know. Mm -hmm. You would never know. Right. And I felt like because of the betrayal part, it yeah. was like literally like, it's almost like you sitting up playing NBA 2K and then your homeboy is like, yo, can I suck your dick real quick? It's like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> we came over here to smoke blunts and play back, play the video game. It happens. I was going to say he's full of shit. Cause you know, he's no, like, wait, what? No, oh, it, okay, it, ha sure. no it happens. And nine times out of 10, somebody's getting their dick sucked. But okay. the, point, the point of what I'm trying I'm to say is, <laughs> no, I don't have NBA 2K nah. by the way. But the point of it is that I think there's, I think there needs to be these conversations that allow people to understand, like, we can live a little bit more transparent now. We yeah. can we can have conversations that may educate us or make us uncomfortable yeah. and still be okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you feel a sense of, because you are so public now, do you feel a sense of um, obligation to educate people? Or is it just your personal desire to do that? Um, or, or a I, do, I do feel obligation to because uh, I'm one of the first. Mm -hmm. So there is that there is that kind of looming over because I, I can easily say like no I don't want to talk about that I want to I want to be private but I'm already I'm a, a public figure so there's really no going back now mm -hmm. and it's also I'm not I don't want to be afraid to tell my story mm -hmm. um, and if people really are genuine about learning something I don't like why not I'm not mm -hmm. I'm not really uncomfortable sharing things about my past like one on one I can give you some more information <laughs> like, oh, yeah, no. I mean like, I, if you I have want questions I'm like what let's get into it well i mean we have the relationship now yeah. did you know who i was when i approached you in the club yeah okay so i'm at the gay club mm -hmm. i go to the gay Wait, club where which one west hollywood sunday night shout to brandon anthony I hey rage. let's go brandon what's up so <laughs> i'm in there and i see lath and i'm like oh i've been waiting to interview this i need to interview him as then i walked over and i and you were just dancing and y'all were all over the place but we figured out how to get your number you gave <laughs> uh -huh. me your number but i didn't know if you knew me or if it was just really weird because i just walked up to you and was like i want to interview you on my show but you were super cool about it i appreciate it oh no problem Okay, so what can I do to hide my level of... Awareness. Awareness. Because I did say something earlier that you checked me out, which I do appreciate, is that I have not had good experiences with transsexuals. Right. And I think if I draw a comparison, because he said something, he said, just because you've had those experiences, you can't group us all in one. It's almost like mm -hmm. when a white person has bad experience with a bunch of black people. Mm -hmm. uh, all black people are bad. So mm -hmm. that, that to me was a little thing yeah. that went off in my head. Mm -hmm. What do you think I can do or people who've had bad experiences can do to grow a different level of comfort or whatever? Because I just built this new relationship with T.S. Madison. and this well, T.S. Madison is This a, person is uh, fucking hilarious. hilarious but She's awesome. <laughs> it, it's almost hard to say, like, I don't see T.S. Madison... Is it bad to say I don't see her as transgender? Because I just see Tia's Madison. Mm -hmm. Is that's that bad? Be, no, that's, that's because that's you're you're seeing her and not this this title that's put over yeah, her. Yeah, I love Tia's Madison. Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> you know. Hilarious. And she's she's an awesome person. She's a she's she's also someone I've I've met on several occasions. I, I was on one of her shows too, mm -hmm. and that was really fun. It's just she she brings comedy to it. She's shared some experiences that she had she's had throughout her life, and she's very open about her. She was a porn star journey. too. She was a porn star. Yeah, she um is open about her sex work and a lot of the, the trauma that she faced during that, but she doesn't allow that to like just control her. She kind of took over her, her own life and now she's, she's successful. And yeah. I, I really admire that about her. 
Yeah, I know a, a lot of people fight with the Queen's Court because they're so blatantly honest and it hurts people's feelings. But I'm entertained by it. You got to give people love where they deserve it. And the thing I think, you know, I remember I was called to do a project with T.S. Madison and I remember saying immediately no. Mm-hmm. And the reason I said no was because she was transgender. Mm-hmm. Not because she was transgender, but I feel like all my experiences have been with messy people. Right. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, based on this conversation that we're having today, I mean, like it, it hit me when you say you can't group everybody. Right. I just have to be more open to having... Having those discussions. Like, you can have yeah. a one-on-one with them, and then you, like, you know what? We're, we're on the same page. Yeah, I can work with you. Or you're not somebody I necessarily want to work with. You can kind of... I feel like you can... You, I'm sure you've been in the industry long enough to know, like, you can feel people's energies, people's vibes, and, and, and get a sense of who they are. I meet more people through interviewing people on the show than I do in real life because uh, I don't because I don't really hang true. out. I mean, I don't yeah. really don't socialize with people outside yeah. of my circle anymore. Yeah. When it's, I go out to the club, it's like a it, one. It's a rare thing. I need to be in the mood for it, and I'm just I'm there. I'm literally there to dance. I'm a dancer. Good. I love it, to dance. It, it was good to see you guys having a good time <laughs> yeah. because it's been a long time since I've been able to have that kind of fun because I'm either always working or I'm always thinking about where are you, Abby. No, oh, it's rage. Okay, my bad. Sorry, you don't no, invite me. I don't even want to hear. You've been invited yeah. many times. Not you to don't rage. Wanna, yes, you have. No, yes. rage is like finally some hip hop because I'm. I've been looking. I love dance hall. Mm. I, when I would was clubbing when I was a teenager and like early twenties when I was in college, it, mm. I I love me some West Indian women. And I'm half West I, Indian. I'm sorry. It just so you get in my number after this. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so what I'm saying, is <laughs> and you said you would never be with a woman. Mm. But Laith is not a woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So technically, you're Jason, cat. Stop, mm-hmm. stop oh, trying okay. to barter my vagina. He does it all the <laughs> time. Like, let, her, let her make the decision. <laughs> actually, right actually, you know what I think but, uh, would be great? What? You two on Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, put it out there. Let's see you what happens. That, you you make, know, my, my make, music make. career is about to be <laughs> on the poppins. So let's, so right. let's talk about the music. So you're yeah. singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a singer. And you're singing. So you have two songs. Can't Wait and Before, Before You Go. Yeah. And so tell me what why does why did you decide to see, be a singer that above being well, I've, a therapist I've, and everything I've, else i've always wanted to be an entertainer um but i wasn't my actualized self so growing up i'm like well i guess all i can do is do what i'm supposed to do go to school and be good at that initially i, I was also an athlete i was going to play professional basketball overseas and i decided you know i needed to start my transition because mm-hmm. i wanted to i didn't want to delay that any further mm-hmm. so um but yeah i i was going to school my mom is just like get an education my dad is say the same thing my dad actually he wanted me to be a doctor and, and he was pissed that I went into social work mm. um because he was like there's no money in that like what are you doing you need to be you need to be a physician like what are you like what is that and mm-hmm. I'm like I don't want to be a doctor dad and then for a while I kind of contemplated going back to school for mm-hmm. for medicine but um I entertainment is what I've always wanted to do like there's uh like growing up I remember I'd be watching tv and I'd be dancing and singing in front of the in front of the television like my, I I'm sure everyone says this, Michael Jackson. I would watch all his music videos and try mm-hmm. to do the same thing. As I got older, it was Usher. And then Chris. Br- I became a huge fan of Chris Brown. Um, and I was just like, this kid is so cool. He's dancing and singing on the stage. Like, I want to do that too. Mm-hmm. So once I became me and um, I'm still like, I'm still getting used to like singing at this register and my voice mm-hmm. having changed and dropped so much. So mm-hmm. it's, it's still, it's still a work in progress, but like, I was just like, why am I stopping? I also I love to write. Mm-hmm. I write. I wanted to put out a book of poetry for a while, which I'm it's in the works as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, why not turn this poetry into song? And I mm-hmm. started writing music. Have mm-hmm. you ever thought of doing a coffee table book? Uh, yes, <laughs> or like a, I do want to do uh, like get into that as well. I'm, I'm working. I'm, I'm gonna actually, you know, thanks you, thank you for reminding me that I, I'm. I've been so focused on trying to get this music thing kicked off. I'm like modeling kind of started this. So let me mm-hmm. let me yeah, do because that you've as well. walked in fashion yeah. shows before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Latin X, explain what that is, because now you're taking an entire saying around uh, ethnicity. Yeah. Not ethnicity, and I, right? Yeah, identification of an so, eth- of so, a so ethnicity we, by yeah. way of gender. Because now I'm Afro X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I still use um, Latina, Latino, mm-hmm. um, but it's very binary. Latin X is just, in, it's supposed to be inclusive of people who are outside of the binary, who don't identify as male or female or here mm-hmm. or don't use he or she mm-hmm. that you may use they or z and there's like a list of of them and that's see the people that are not in the binary is that's i feel like that's where a lot of people that don't really understand trans the umbrella that get confused because they're people like you meet someone and they have a certain expression or you may be confused about their expression and you're gonna be like, okay you look back and like is this a he or a she i don't i'm not sure mm-hmm. and when you're not sure all you do is ask because they they might use they 
mm-hmm. or they might use Z and they might use something else. And it's it, what we have to be, we have to understand that it's not about us as an individual, it's about that person and respecting their identity. Um, and like working, when I was working the front desk at the Callan Lord at the clinic when I was in New York, I remember a person who was non-binary coming to the front desk. Um, and I said, they, then to me, they appeared as female and I, I called them she. And she was just like, actually, I use they pronouns. I, you, I apologize. I'm sorry. And I proceeded with they but, and them. But to people that yeah. are not in the trans community right. that are like, I'm so fucking tired of all this yeah, PC there's a lot shit. Of PC, yeah. You know, for example, you go to McDonald's because you want to, well, you, okay, yeah. fuck that, scratch that. You go to Tender Greens. <laughs> <laughs> Which I now want all of a sudden. Yeah. I know I have abs. I'm committed to finding them this year. So you, you go to Tender <laughs> Greens. There's men, women, and the transgender restroom. Because you know they want these restrooms where you right. have three different type of restrooms. Mm-hmm. Right. Which restroom do you go into? Sorry. I usually go into the men's restroom. Okay. If the men's restroom is full, then I, I go to whatever one is open. I wouldn't go into the women's restroom. If it's, if it's a single stall... It doesn't matter. It's a toilet. Mm. <laughs> if yeah. it's if it's multiple, then I do. I look at me. I can't go into a women's bathroom. You, you know cannot go into a women's bathroom. They will I mean, freak even, out. Even before I transition, I, honestly, the issues that people have are, are usually with people that are on the spectrum or people that where it's usually for for people like butch lesbians that um, or anyone that's androgynous or trans women that are vis- visibly trans are the ones that have issues with with bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I do you feel like there should be three bathrooms? Um, it de- it depends. I mean, I think a third bathroom for people who that are transgender, if that makes people comfortable, I think absolutely. Um, there's no really rec- there's no recorded incident of any trans person sexually attacking anybody in the bathroom. There is, however, a continuous reported incidents of trans people being attacked in the bathroom. So the issue then becomes like who who's really at risk here, mm-hmm. and what's what's being policed, and what it seems to what seems to be the case is that who's being policed. Are, like women are being policed, whether mm-hmm. trans or not. So we have men telling women in the women's bathroom what they need to be afraid of. They need to look out for these men dressed as women coming into the bathroom when they're not men dressed as women, they're trans women and they're coming into the bathroom to pee, mm-hmm. which is what a bathroom is for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, for those, so for those people that want to be referred to, referred to as they right, and not be put in a category, even mm-hmm. though we've grown up identifying as, because you're either, either, you're, but you're either binary, man or woman, right. you are either man or woman, aren't you? Because you can't be they. Like, they is, like, on Mars. Yeah, but it's just they. for them, it's just they don't identify with either or they identify with both. And their gender expression okay, is how they, that. like, one I day can they can say, you know, today I want to wear, you know, a men's shirt and and. But Bruce, Bruce can't mm-hmm. go back, though. Because we, I mean, uh, Caitlin cannot go back. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I invested so much in well, Bruce. Kate, well, Caitlin identifies... Caitlyn is not on the binary. Caitlyn identifies as, as a, a woman. female. Yeah. Okay. So that's that would be different. When yeah. you saw Caitlyn's transition, though, did you not think it was opportunistic and more like because? I mean, I, know, I don't know. A, a, lot, per, of I don't, pe- a lot of people thought that. I don't know a person's struggle internally, yeah. right? So publicly, we knew the part he played, she played, and then privately there was that struggle. Mm-hmm. And so, but I just, I just kind of felt like when it happened because it just didn't seem like you went from being Bruce Jenner to transitioning to Caitlyn, which is fine, mm-hmm. but then became the crusader for the trans community, but yet hadn't even been active mm-hmm. in it. I don't know. I don't think that was, I honestly don't think it was intentional. I don't think someone would go through that process and then that process so quickly just for the media hype. I think that because she is a white woman and then was a white man, rich man before that. Was more socially acceptable. What, well, that's what, gave her access and being on television for all these years also kind of propelled her to that. And I'm, for me, I'm actually thankful that it happened because had it not happened, maybe this conversation, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Right oh now. no, we would still have this conversation. You, yeah. now, I might be still in New York working at the clinic. Oh, mm. that's true. You know true. what I'm saying? So well, I will <laughs> say was the one thing about the show that was good is the other trans women that were going through the other trans women that were going through the experience mm-hmm. were saying to Caitlin, this ain't the normal experience. Yeah. Right. We not. are going through the normal experience. Right. So it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that Caitlyn, originally I was like, you know, yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> brave and whatnot. Yeah. But then, I, mean, I don't poli- know. It's because of her, her political views are a little skewed. Exactly. But she's still going through. Remember, she was a rich white man. Yeah. For a yeah, long time. You're right. You're right. Because <laughs> she then, still then, thinks like a very rich well, white man. And no. It's, yes. it's going to be the, the case until mm-hmm. she actually starts 
And then Caitlyn turned into a catty little bitch because I don't like how she came for Chris. You know, I love the Kardashians. Well, look, we got to wrap up. So where can people find you? Where can people follow you? Because I do feel like you're nowhere near done with your story and your journey. And I'm I'm going to keep following it. And I me too. privately, you know, you know, now when I feel like slut shaming a woman, I call Amber Rose and I go, OK, girl, this girl, yeah. I got to say this. And she'll educate me yeah. like, nah. So wait, you can slut shame a woman, but you 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 can be a thought. Oh, of course. That's not right. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Nah. Me too. All right. so, so where can people find you, follow no. you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Laith underscore Ashley. It's the same on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Laith Ashley. It's all the same. Awesome. You can check out my music on iTunes, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, all of it. It's on there, and I'm coming out with some music videos soon. It's on. It, it'll be on YouTube and available. I'll, I'll be promoting it on my Instagram. I'm searching. You seem a lot more comfortable now that you, I mean, there was a way in midway, and that you've got more comfortable. Um, continue to stay comfortable because people that aren't where you are are going to learn from you. Yeah, but they have to feel like they can. Really? Get it out, yeah, 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 because because you know you you never know who could change shit. You made me think differently, and it Lord knows it takes a lot. It takes a lot of money, and it takes a lot of respect for me to just start thinking about something a little differently. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, I'm really totally, I'm but you're inquisitive. Mm-hmm. You're inquisitive. I'm about to inquire about uh, leaving the studio now because the show's over. Bye. Hey. <laughs>